What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello, it's your friendly neighborhood Dave here. Um, just doing a quick spoiler warning. Kathy um, accidentally gave away the entire ending to the movie at the very beginning of the review, um, which you're about to hear. So it's pretty much, it's very early on. It's like a few minutes in. I'll put the exact time code in the show notes if you don't want to be spoiled for Bridget Jones's baby. Here's the review. Okay, it's Dave here again with my wife, Kathy. Hello. Doing another Cinemile Friday night, fun times, hashtag Friday. And it was raining and now it's not, so we were concerned we'd have to do this under an umbrella. But we have our umbrellas. Just in case. I was kind of hoping it would be raining because you get that sort of pattery noise. Well, maybe your wish and hope for rain will come after the Maybe when we come out. Yeah. So you already know, uh, you, I'm talking to you, the listener, already know what we're going to see because you've probably seen the title of this episode but we uh, we put out a tweet a Twitter poll um, and asked you all to decide what you wanted us to go see um, there were we three were overwhelmed options. with the responses oh my god 20 votes so many yeah 20 we were so pleased because our well, predator one had what five four, four votes four votes yeah so it's uh, yes five times the amount of votes a yes. 500% increase mm-hmm. in Twitter engagement fun stats so I'll give you the results right here, just so you know. Well, I should have had this ready. Yeah, you should I'm have. the worst host. Okay, here <laughs> we go. Um, so Cafe Society only had 20% of the votes. Hell or High Water, which was actually in the lead at one point, mm-hmm. had 35%. And Bridget Jones's Baby was the winner with 45%. So that's what we are going to see. You were kind of bricking it for a while when Hell or High Water was in in the lead because you really want to see Bridget Jones don't you? well it's more I know Hell or Her Wider looks amazing so I want to see that as well but it's more that for our podcast I feel like we've done very male like just by accident because it's what's been out but we've been watching really male movies and so and we haven't really seen many comedies so I wanted us to do a different genre and also I think the movie's going to be good because it's getting really good reviews what is this genre then? this is, is it, definitely romantic comedy this is rom-com genre. yeah this yeah. is rom-com um, this is good this is good rom-com well according to the reviews and it's a funny one because I watched the first Bridget Jones movie and always enjoyed it and liked it like it's a nice movie but I had read the book beforehand and really liked the book and then the second book came out and it was like I hated it I could barely finish it it was just rubbish what was that was that The Edge of Reason same title uh, that was the name of the movie right I guess the book was the same title I don't remember and then I didn't like the second book and then I really disliked the second movie so um, apparently this one's really good. Okay, so they I, d- it I haven't read the, the third, third book one. though. I didn't bother reading the Usually third book. Usually the third one in pr- in trilogies are uh, the weakest. Well, the second one was so weak. I guess they'd nothing to come back from. And I love Renee Zellweger, love Colin Firth, and love Matt Dreamy, So, um, so good my cast. my position on Bridget Jones is that I haven't seen any of the movies and no very you little must about have it seen like clips of the movie though yeah i reckon like, i mean i've seen okay I'm here's sure you've seen the first movie here's in, what i know no i haven't i haven't i've seen here's what what i can recall from what i've seen i've seen hugh grant and colin firth having quite a hilarious fight 
Yeah, that shows up a lot in like clip shows. Yeah, that that. That's it's also always on like over Christmas and stuff. You just kind of end up watching that scene somehow. I've never seen it on telly once. Okay. I've also seen, I don't know, in pictures or clips, just her wearing the Playboy outfit, and she shows up with some serious sort of costume do. Mm-hmm. For l- massive lols. <laughs> It's actually um, quite funny in the book. I mean, it's funny in the movie. And and have you seen her singing all by myself in her PJs? You've probably seen that. Yeah, that's ringing a bell. But yeah. I don't know. Like, so what's the plot? She's this, she's a da- she's a sort of a some in her thirties. She's down. She's shy. I'm no, guessing this is me making it plot. up. Um, so the plot. Love of triangle. The book, the book is so funny, right? And the book was really unusual when it came out. The format was really clever. So it was a diary, obviously, and. Um, every day that she wrote an entrance it was like a very like neurotic woman in her early 30s who's like obsessed with her weight and every diary entry was what she weighed like what she'd eaten that day how many cigarettes she'd smoked it was really like it was just written really well and I read it when I was quite young like I was like a teenager and I found it like quite cool and adult book I loved it anyway when I first read it and anyway it's her trials and tribulations and she's got like an asshole boss who's Hugh Grant and she has Colin Firth who's supposedly an asshole but obviously they fall in love at the end um, spoiler alert spoiler alert for the first movie and then the second movie was terrible it was like she was in a Thai prison and she accidentally smuggled drugs what? yeah it was terrible she was in a Thai prison yeah and it was like a bit of a racist it was weird like it didn't work at all but it's I like the whole movie she spent no, the whole movie in a Thai prison I can't remember I only watched it once and I only read the book once I can't remember it but um, are you sure you didn't watch Broke no, Palace by mistake and she goes back with Hugh Grant I think in the second movie but basically I can't remember so last I heard I think the end of the second movie was that her and Colin Firth are back together um, and then I had heard that in the third movie the Colin Firth character Mr. Darcy was in the book was dead but he appears to be in the trailers for the movie so. now someone told me about this today don't, don't, I don't know anything oh, so right, don't okay. tell me all I know oh, is I heard that in the books he had died you don't. and everyone was like raging that he was dead but I think Renee Zellweger is amazing it's like the role she was born to play you know she was Oscar nominated the first time for it no, it's pretty unusual for this kind of genre. Oh, yeah, like facts. she's she's really good in it. I don't think I don't remember the last time I saw Renée Zellweger in a movie. It's because she's a woman over forty in Hollywood. They oh, don't get roles. yeah, you're right about that. And she came out recently. Um, she got Botox or something, and people were so horrible about her yeah, online. And it's like, well, what look... do you expect her to do? Because if she aged, she's damned, and if she gets plastic surgery, she's damned. They just want her to just rot under a hole somewhere. I think, well, a lot of it was that it was quite confronting because, not confronting, but she did just she really didn't look like herself at all. Like, she didn't look like an older version of herself. She just looked like a completely different person. But I think partially because she hadn't been photographed in a few years. So she looked different anyway. But anyway, yes, that's but beside the point. We're just, like, further talking about her looks now. But, but she, she looks normal in the trailer for she this. Looks, well, she looks the same as I remember her yeah. in the posters, anyway. Yeah. And for the original movies, like, she put on a lot of weight to play the character, but I don't think they've do- done that for this movie. I think it's just her weight. Okay. I think she's just normal. And I never agree with actors putting on or losing weight for roles, anyway. And she does a good English accent. Uh, all right, so... No, we're nearly here. So thank you, listeners, for voting for the one I wanted to see. Yeah, thanks, listeners. I've got a hell of high water. Um, well, we'll go to that I'm next time, though. I'm, well, if our listeners will allow us. So are you looking forward to this, given I think it's over 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is quite high. Yeah, I'm open mind. I like a, I, I like a, I like a good rom-com. Yeah. I, I hope I, it's funny. If they're not funny, then they're just... Y- you'll watch any old rom-com, just because you like the genre. 
Whereas I, I'm not. Watch. I wouldn't go to the cinema for only. I'd only go to the cinema for a good one. You've made me watch some tragic ones. Yeah, the years. but at home. Twenty-seven dresses. Yeah, that was bad. It was bad. I can't think. All right, nothing else is springing to mind. I'm trying to think what the last really good rom-com I watched was. What stands out to me? My best I mean, friend's wedding I rewatched recently. That's amazing. That's good. Love actually. Yeah. All right, we're here. Let's go in. Let's go in. What? I, I, I'm gonna get one of those chocolate finger treats that you hate. I'm gonna get I'm a gonna giant bucket of, of popcorn and eat a whole block of lint, 85%. Oh, ho. yeah. All right, see you on the Bye. other side. Dear Diary, it's sort of a funny story. A few months ago, I met Jack. So it lasted six hours. What lasted six hours? A puppet show that Auntie Bridge went to. Still a lot I don't know about it. Not how much you need to know. He has a pretty nice-sized puppet. Right, so we are just out of uh, Bridget Jones's baby. Before we say anything, uh, I have an issue with that, that title, that the, the, the apostrophe. I'm pretty sure it should be... It's wrong, yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it's S apostrophe, no extra S. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure too. Okay. Well, at least we can agree on that. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure we're going to agree on the movie because I can tell already that you loved it. Yeah. And uh, I, I really liked it as well. It was so I fun, um, wasn't it? It was just a nice, fun movie. It was fun. It was nice. I must say, um, for the first maybe third to nearly a half of it, I was not enjoying it. Straight up, found it really irritating. Found her quite irksome. Which is quirky and irksome. Quirksome. Um, I found the the comedy. A lot of the comedy didn't land for me, particularly the beginning. I thought it was way too broad and annoying. And a lot of the, the sort of moments were slapstick. completely contrived. Yes, yeah, very slapstick. Yeah, but that's kind of always how they've been. I like that's that fine. Though. That's yeah. that's just not. And I'm not. That's not really a, a, a negative criticism of the movie. That's just a certain type of comedy which doesn't really appeal to me. And yeah. I, and I found like her just falling in mud uh, wearing white clothes and like which was I must say quick comment on the audience that this is clearly going to be a big movie oh my god it's the fullest we've ever seen the cinema in Richmond like when we went to Star Trek it wasn't that packed last December no it was completely full and it was like they the were loving it. Oh my god. Yeah. They were going but b- And this is why this I don't understand why studios don't make movie aimed at women. Because Well there's that, certainly like, not enough of them. But there's there's none, Dave. I can't remember the last time a female skewing movie came out. I literally can't. Uh, um See so you can we can neither of us can name one. The the me before you. Okay, yeah. Fine. Just off the top of my head. Um but like uh, that, like I now, like we're doing this for the cinema. But if we weren't, I would have like gone. If I was at home, I'd have gone with my sisters, or I'd have gone with a group of girlfriends. Like it's an event yeah, movie. Yeah, big groups. And just look the thing the is, though, this is there. an event movie as well because it's like you know, it's a sequel to like a much yeah. loved franchise. It's also a book series. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the crowd. Like at some points, I couldn't hear the film because everyone was like laughing so much. And it's fun. Like I like that energy of being in a packed yeah. cinema. I think that does make a difference. Oh, we but haven't I, been in a cinema with any other people for a long time. No, that <laughs> the cinema is always dead. Um, but um, yeah, there was a turning point for me. I think we'll go, we'll sort of do a spoiler warning in a bit. But there's yeah, um, no spoilers for now. There, there is there was a turning point for me about halfway through the movie. I guess where the plot really kicks in, and I think the. R- the rom part of the rom-com 
actually it got really was working. Didn't it? Yeah, and, that yeah. Was, that, and there was some really like sweet moments that, and that I was really felt a bit emotional watching. Really it. worked for me yeah. a lot more than the comedy. But that said, when I kind of got into the swing of it. And I started to you like the characters a bit up more. A bit. Like I think you go into movies like that a bit uptight and like ready to criticize them. No, I think no. Because I saw you loosening up, and then you were enjoying it. No, hang You're on. Just being Don't slightly overly critical, I think, when you go in. I'm n- now my back is up. <laughs> no, you, I just somehow implied that my criticism of the movie is flawed because I was going in it with a negative point of view. No, I'm and not I saying disagree. that. I'm just saying you loosened up and just let yourself enjoy it, even though it was a bit silly and slapstick. No, but if you if you listen back to the very beginning of this podcast, <laughs> I was I said literally I said the words I have an open mind and I was I had was not coming from any position. I had I didn't know anything about the character. I just literally found her and her antics really annoying and I'll give you specific examples in the in the <laughs> no, it's spoiler fine. You section. Don't have to give them. I know them. It was, I know the kind of um, humor that you didn't like. But the um but I think we got caught up with the crowd laughing then it makes you laugh a bit more, doesn't it? When things that I probably wouldn't have laughed at at home on my no, own. I, I was just, laughing well, because if, the yeah, audience that, that does laughing. help. But I actually think from the movie just got better. Yeah. And the second did. half of the movie was very good. Yeah. And I liked the plot a little bit like there's, there's there was a lot of sort of Obvious points. There's a lot of cliches in there, but for the most part, really worked for me. She, she's, she's really good. She's she, amazing. Like she's uh, born to play that role. She's very good. She's like she's good. It, it is broad comedy, but she plays that very well. She's, she's a good physical actress. Uh, Colin Firth, I'm in love with. Yeah, he's amazing. He's in just that. brilliant. Forgot, he's, do you know? I forgot. His deadpan is so funny. the best. And I was watching it, and I sounded a little bit critical of, of the first movie before before we went in. I was like, oh, I remember I like it, but you know, not a big deal. But then watching it, I was like, oh no, I love the first movie. I'd just forgotten. Because they're like exquisite together on screen, those two. Like, they're so funny together. Like, like yeah. when they're together, he gets more and more uptight and she gets more and more like babbling. And they're just so funny on screen together. And they're so sweet. Like, they really do come across as people who really love each other, but who just can't work it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, really I, I good. completely agree yeah. with you. And it actually watching them made me want I, I would watch the first movie based on just the two of them alone and I loved when they showed like the few clips they showed kind of a bit of a montage clip thing of some of the older movies in a sequence and I was like oh my god they're so young and like it just felt very so real when you watch them you're like oh these characters have been together a long time and we've seen it I, I know I can't uh, remember the second movie though but when, when was that is that early 2000s naughty early noughties I don't no, they're saying that they've known each other ten years now, so it must right. have been. But I, can't, I honestly can't recall. Okay, so that's my thoughts. What uh, you obviously loved it. Oh yeah, I, you know, I was just really happy. I just love being in the cinema at like a fun Friday movie with like people in the audience. Like there was you know like a murmur of excitement before it started, wasn't there? Like you could just tell there was a really yeah, good energy in the room. Pumped. Yeah, people were pumped for it, and then like it's on every hour in the cinema and. I forgot my Lynn chocolate, but I did have popcorn, so I was happy about that. Um, and it was just, like, fun and nice, and, like, I just thought there was a really lovely sentiment to it. And I found it... I like watching movies where the characters aren't all just, like, really young and ridiculously yeah. good-looking. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Mac Dreamy, a.k.a. Um, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Oh, my God, like, he is just ridiculous looking like when he came on screen I was like I forgot how good looking he is he's this weird freak anomaly actor who gets better looking every year which is pretty rare 
Um, yeah, it's weird because because we, one of your favorite movies of all time is Can't, Can't Buy Me, Me Love. Love. Yeah, and he's not particularly he's, attractive uh, in it. Where he's like this gawky <laughs> yeah. teen. He he's like the she's all that girl. Yeah. Of of Can't Buy Me Love. But he doesn't get a he doesn't look good after his makeover. But he's had a nose job since then though. He got nose job. But um, he's just stunning and he's so like he was such good casting he's for very that as well. Wasn't charismatic. He? Him and, and Colin Firth were so funny together. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, were. They were I thought, really good. And that's kind of where the movie really kicked off. And the premise the is that she's pregnant. And, uh, see, I hadn't even seen the trailer. I literally knew nothing about it. The present. The so you didn't pre- know she was going to get pregnant? Well, I obviously knew she had a baby, but I didn't know. I thought that he, Mark Darcy wasn't even going to be in it, Colin Firth. Because I thought the, he was he's dead. on every poster. Yeah, but I thought he was going to die, like because in the book he died. So they must have completely deviated from the. Well, that's what some. That's what I mentioned at the beginning. Somebody at work told me that that's the big deviation. So I, <laughs> I guess deviation. I don't know anything about the book, but it I guess it was uproar when it came out. Different. It came out and he was already uh. dead, and she had a baby. So maybe the implication is that he'll be dead after this movie. <laughs> Oh, when they were living happily ever after. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Look, whoop, spoiler! We'll have to put a spoiler. There's warning. no point. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> I just said maybe he dies after this. Oh, movie. so you just spoiled the thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll put a spoiler. Warning. All right. Well, this yeah. just ruined. I the mean, I'm pretty sure anyone could have guessed that she was going to end up with a mini. All right, now that we're in full spoiler territory, yeah. then um, let's talk about. Uh, well, first of all, I thought it was kind of obvious she was always going to end up with, yeah. with him, right? But, though, but there was fine. a point where I was—I like, don't want her to end up with him. He's too uptight. Yeah. I mean, they, they 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 played the back and forth very well. The other guy was the perfect guy, and the other guy's a very blah, blah. good second choice. Yeah, I mean, I'd have picked the American guy to be frank, because not just because he's so gorgeous, because I love Colin Firth too. So I equally would choose them on looks, but he's just and they always they always did convey it in the movie books, and I kind of forgotten. He's just too uptight, and it's like sweet and a bit silly. But like, I like the way they kind of showed us behind the scenes. Obviously, they've broken up since the last movie what her life was actually like with him and it was just really lonely because he was never there because he was always working it was a nice little montage yeah nice so then touch. I thought oh actually I'm not really rooting for her to be with him because he'll never be there for her but what was explained alright what was the American guy yeah Jack Patrick Dempsey Jack um, like I guess was it just because he's a multi-millionaire mogul that he was able to just live in a London hotel for the whole time well they basically said like, he was a billionaire but, the, but I thought at some point they were going to mention he was going to be like Oh, that's you know we need to move to America now, or I'm gonna move here. Like, the, I, don't well, I guess he's based guess in the UK. If that's where he was. Anyway, minor criticism. Yeah, that's. Can I, I think get, he's just based. Like, we're Irish, but we live in London. Like. Can I get the things that annoyed me out of the way? Yeah. Because I will say, overall, I did really like it. I thought it was a na- really nice movie. Fun. It made me laugh. There was particularly yeah, this. Really so funny. The the they did the old cliched uh, race to the hospital with the birth. Yeah. But they did it. It was just that was particularly funny it was really because of funny. Colin Firth and, and her. And then, like, so contrived when Patrick's Embassy just shows up in the middle of a road. Fine. But that made it somehow. Like, but it worked. If you just you put that aside. That. Like, that's like it a worked. trope of the genre. But, no, but it was so funny, the three of them carrying yeah, her. Yeah, they were really funny. Into the airport. And They're just, just really good physical. Hospital. I mean, she's a really good physical actor. And then the other two were bouncing off her. And just when they landed her up on the reception desk. It was really funny, yeah. Very, very good. Um, but, all right, the things that bothered me, her... I know that this is essentially a fantasy world and that we have to, you know, there's a sense of disbelief her or job, suspension of disbelief. Say? Her job is fucking ridiculous. So bearing it in mind James worked on a live TV show So before. much. And, no, yes, okay, so I am coming from a perspective where I know how 
a live TV show works and we we both work in television but it, it, even even with that the the suspension of disbelief they were so unprofessional throughout she actually deserved to be fired I wanted yeah, her to be fired but they admitted that that was the, the very, funny very part start. when they yeah, were like fine. we're firing you for these reasons she was like actually yeah well, fair enough bloody presenter should be fired as well she was the worst I presenter did. in the world it was Funny, it's a heightened reality. It's a comedy. You look at any comedy in this first. It wasn't funny. Yeah, fine. It so was you're telling me if you look at any comedy sketch from like a Monty Python to anything else, you would hold oh, very do dear. Not. I'm just saying this farcical levels like do no. Do not bring com- Monty Python. I'm into just this. saying there's no comedy that has is 100 realistic, and if it is, it's a gritty HBO comedy. That's a very. I disagree. Thing. Comedy. Look for what you this. You have to do heightened situations for laughs. Yes, but there are look. Th- there are heightened situations. And comedy that are grounded in reality that work and this is movie needed this movie in this movie it had those situations it had comedy that was believable and plausible and they pulled it off because it came from the characters and it came from reality when you've got a contrived such a contrived situation Look, I didn't like when the you can see a certain series of driver. events yeah. the chauffeur driver is a, is a classic example but the, the real offender was the this setup. Okay, I'm going to guide you through this whole interview. Do exactly as I say. First of all, a producer would never like read Dave, a list like, of questions to a reporter. That. That's just, one thing. I don't understand why you. But why care? would she answer a phone in the middle of an interview just to say I can't talk now, and then because it's a comedy. No, I refuse to. Um, I refuse to let that one go. That just bothered me. So. And yet, in Captain like America, when I said they could have resolved the entire thing by email, you took me up on it. <laughs> <laughs> but in this instance, you're saying it's unrealistic that no. one person would answer a phone. Well, how could they? What you, this is those don't even relate. I'm just saying you're just applying different standards to it because it's not I'm a genre. Applying you're different into. standards because they were. That's a different thing. You can't say they could have just sent an email. It would be all the way over. This is a situation that it made no sense for the character to answer the phone. It just had to I happen know, so this Jesus. joke could happen. Okay, I get it, right? I didn't think it was realistic either. But that's like one second out of a movie. Who cares? I know. It was, silly, it was a silly situation. In like You're the forgetting first 10 my caveat. My caveat at the beginning of this was, I'm gonna get nitpicky here because it annoyed the hell out of me, but I didn't but affect it, my enjoyment of the movie. And I think that's separate from the movie, which I think as a whole was very good. Yeah. But I. You're being I too nitpicky. Like to, I get it. You thought that movie, that stuff was outrageous. Yeah, but you can't. You're you're trying to forgive it. It's sins. I think you need to acknowledge I'm the it sins of the movie because it's a genre I really like. That 99.9 percent of the movies are fucking turds, <laughs> and this was a really yeah. good, enjoyable experience. So I don't like it to be nitpicked. Okay, okay. Well, I, I understand. Which maybe sounds very defensive of me, but like, but honestly, you can't give the them bad a- movies in that genre. But you can't just you can't just give you're giving the movie a pass on on that. You've got to acknowledge. You've got to agree with I me. Just that was in any comedy. There's going to be scenes where you go, "Oh, that's outrageous! That would never happen." Yeah, I, fine. What well, I what my problem is is a movie. different problem from you. Actually, is I thought fine that wouldn't happen, but I wouldn't have minded if it was funny. But it wasn't funny. No, it was, and a lot of those big set pieces were really really annoying. Her so boss, th- everything with her boss. Like they're they're, they're they're trying too hard to nail the hot soul hipster thing. But they, and the but branding. I like the sentiment of it. Their was news that, channel was just but, ridiculous. But the sentiment of it is true because this is how you have somebody like 
you have somebody like Donald Trump in his position at the moment because nobody questions anything these days. Everyone's about like quick news, stupid headlines, no research. And like I liked that they were trying to question that and have talk about integrity and maybe they didn't do it in like the funniest or best way, but I liked the the sentiment around it and I like that she was trying to push back on this stupid night news cycle we have. And it, and it is the case that if she's 43 and she has these younger people coming in telling her what to do that there would be conflict there. I agree. There's some there's something in that and there's value in that. But, it, but, but this it, movie the genre it, it like you know did not, nothing with it and not not only did it do nothing with it it tried to tackle it fell on its face like deliberately in a slapstick way and made me so annoyed but also the other thing about Bridget Jones because you haven't seen the other movies is she's always like that in her job like she's kind of, kind of crap and then has flashes of brilliance okay. but isn't like supposed to be amazing at her job she's supposed to be like a normal person we didn't see any brilliance in this no but, like that's the thing um, she never really is like she basically fucks up every element of her job with this but she describes herself in her diary as like um, you know a high flying like TV exec or whatever another thing that annoyed me about her diary was that uh, she refuses to use the letter O all her O's were zeros yeah I think that must be from the book but I couldn't remember is that like a quirky I don't remember habit um, I, I, have did, I did like I don't recall. that it was a nice little touch though that like um, some of her words that were sort of instead of starting with a capital it also had a second letter capital which I do that's like a little typing quirk yeah it was interesting because I'm pretty sure the first movie but again I can't remember like she's writing which she would have been 10 years ago I liked all the writing stuff. I liked I liked when she was drawing out, writing out lists of what she was gonna do. And yeah, all that's a big feature of the diary. That was always a feature. Yeah. Um, and oh, and I loved you know that familiar sense. And again, you don't know the characters, but all the characters from the other movies being in it, I really liked. Like all her friends. None of that worked for me because yeah, I didn't have because any you history didn't know with them. them. And I loved her dad and her mom. They didn't have anything to do. I'm pretty sure in the lot one of the movies, their parents broke off and back together, but I couldn't remember. But I love her parents anyway. I mean, there was some f- fun, it's a little nice. The only thing is that we're in spoiler them, territory, so it's fine. The only thing I thought was silly is that they tricked us at the end into making us think that Patrick Dempsey was the dad, and then in the last minute they were yes, like, that was lame. Oh, he isn't the dad, Colin Firth is. I'm like, but it was actually cooler to think that Colin Firth and her got married despite him not being the dad. It was a bit lame then to think, oh, he's the dad as well. I agree, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I didn't that, like that. I thought that was more interesting. Plus, I would rather Patrick Dempsey's jeans than my child. And it was just lame when he goes, uh, Jack, what are you doing with my son? Yeah. And then and are we like, all supposed to go, ooh? Why was Jack there at the wedding then if he had nothing to do with it? Oh, he was there He was there at the front. So that were we supposed to think that, oh, maybe she's just chosen Jack? That was no, like never for I don't a think second. We were suppo- I don't think anyone then thought that. The but it was a fun moment. Gasped. The audience was like, but I did too, <laughs> just for fun. <gasps> but I love when I'm in a reactive audience and everyone's like gasping. It was like um, when we went to Star Trek last year, I- which is like the last event movie we were at. And somebody told me... Um, <laughs> that everyone claps when the when the music comes up so I started clapping and nobody else in Richard Cinema was clapping <laughs> I was, was like was oh funny. whoops I did I did there was a nice little lit- litmus test of the um, the sort of demographic that was in our audience work did you notice when she was when the doors opened and she was coming down the aisles I heard about three seats back uh, one one woman said to another oh god doesn't she look beautiful <laughs> I was thinking that as well <laughs> oh like, the other thing I love like about um, an actual I wedding. always love about Bridget Jones as well is that um She's like really normal looking and she never has like loads of makeup on and she's just like a normal looking person and I always really like that. Yeah. Because you don't get that in a lot of movies. Yeah, no, I like that as and well. And I like that um like her and Colin Firth, like in this movie, like they're substantially older than the other one, obviously. And it was just like 
fine. It didn't matter. And it was funny. They were referring to her as like a geriatric mother because that's actually what happens if you're over 40 or whatever. Oh, uh, and how good was Emma Thompson? <gasps> oh, yeah. It was reminding me the last time we saw her play a doctor in junior. <laughs> junior. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that the last time? That was a great little, yeah. the great little jo- uh, gag she had when, um, when she's trying to cover up um, the fact that uh, Patrick Dempsey's in there with her. She goes, oh, that's Dr. Pringle. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Um, I just love the humor was so funny. Like, I haven't been there to was some really movie good in a long time with, there. like, that much laughter when I couldn't hear what the actress was saying. Yeah. And um, no, we're I home la- now. We've actually walked a bit further because there's so much to chat about. I'm so glad we went to see it anyway. Thank you to our um, avid Twitter fans for voting. Yes, and if you're not following us on Twitter, we are at The Cinemile, and our website is thecinemile.com. If you want to email us, you can email us at thecinemile at gmail. Dot com, the cinemail at gmail.com. Cinemail, that would be a good name for our email. It would it'd be. be too clever. It'd be too clever. Uh, also, nobody ever emails us, so it wouldn't matter. <laughs> That's um, a couple of people email us. Really? Yeah. Um, I just don't tell you about them. Oh. Well, and I then the other emails thing, oh, fans. we wanted to say about iTunes, people can rate it. Yeah, please uh, uh, pop into iTunes if you're using that and leave us a review because that helps us get noticed and get even more Twitter poll votes for next time which we're going to be doing more frequently because um, yeah it's fun and it added a slight threat because I really wanted to see this movie tonight and then I thought I wasn't going to get to see it we weren't going to get to see it we would have just gone on something well I'm glad we went that was fun it was um, really fun um, and we next week but we will do cinema on it if anyone's interested we're going to see the woman in black on stage which I haven't yeah. seen the movie of and so um, and we've got uh, someone at work let me uh, the, the blue raven uh, the hateful eight which we haven't seen okay. so we could watch this, that this weekend but we're not going to do it but we won't do cinema we're just, no. we're just now rambling because we're in our house just and telling our people time what our plans right. are for the yeah. weekend what are you up to for the weekend <laughs> okay um, anyway thank you for All listening right. and we recommend the movie thanks guys bye bye when I was young I never needed anyone and making love just fun Those days are gone Is it on? Yeah. Oh. Um, hello, Cathy here with my husband, Dave. Oh! <laughs> you say hello there. Oh, hello. Yeah, we're doing reverse intro. So we're going for a walk because my back's sore and I need to walk and we are still chatting about the movie so we thought we should bring the podcast <laughs> Yeah, it's been like, back out with us. It's been ten minutes. Yeah. Since we last since you last heard from us. And we don't really have much else to say. Oh, we forgot to say there was this amazing scene with Patrick Dempsey where he um he does this thing where he's like, I'm bringing we missed we missed out on every part of a relationship and we just made a baby. Or so he thinks. Um so I'm gonna run through every date what we would have had and he brings her flowers to apologise for a fight he so brings her food from Ottolenghi's which we love he we went to Ottolenghi's yeah. from my birthday, we last, went to birthday year. last year and I was really hung over and couldn't eat any of the food yeah and, and I was really not impressed um, so maybe I should do some sort of romantic yeah you should do it. where I buy you Ottolenghi's because I sat like, by myself in the restaurant while you vomited in the toilet <laughs> and then I paid for all the food <laughs> that you vomited off <laughs> yeah but it was really delicious um Going both in and out. Oh, hello. It was delicious coming out. Yeah, well, it tasted the same because um, it was pretty fresh. So anyway, that was such a good scene. I think we <laughs> haven't spoken enough about how 
is it effervescent Patrick Dempsey is on screen effervescent he literally lights the screen up with beauty I've literally only heard that word in a Schweppes act <laughs> he just I forgot because he hasn't been in Grey's Anatomy for a season obviously I'm a big Grey's fan he's just he's too good looking though I wouldn't trust him there's something about him though I watched him in Jonathan Ross um, last week or I, was, I watched a clip of it and he was just like it's almost like he's like an alien imitating <laughs> the humans man. but he's like just like there's something kind of like wrong with him why because he's too perfect yeah there's something because he's too cheesy and perfect he isn't and... cheesy though oh no he is cheesy do you think oh god yes yeah but he's a race car driver like a professional race car driver yeah that's the cheesiest thing in so the world so where my sister lives in France in Le Mans he was like shout out to Jackie former, Jackie former guest we've been to Le Mans obviously cinema from there he's like the I can't remember what it's called but like the patron of the city or something because he opened up like the 24 hour racing there so sadly she didn't get to meet him but yeah we really have nothing left to say about the movie now do we, we no burnt, this is just rambling we, we, at this we burnt stage. it up when we, we were chatting we, in the why hallway why are coming out for a walk again you gotta hit your steps because I checked my step tracker and I hadn't hit it um, so this is the okay, cinema is cinema mile and a half I don't think we should put this in the podcast <laughs> why not <laughs> this is like to say about this the movie. is some behind the scenes shit oh right but here. I have big issues with uh, movies not being made for women or about women so we could discuss that Okay. all the executives are men and it's because everything these days is just a rehash or recycle and remakes and luckily for Bridget Jones it's a franchise so it got a sequel but they're not making any like original new movies for women really well, we saw, right. I mean in the, tra- in the trailers they had Fifty Shades or later or what's it called Fifty Shades Darker Fifty <laughs> Shades Later <laughs> and they had Fifty the, Shades After Dark the girl on the train which is a really good book I read um sadly haven't read Fifty Shades Darker though I did read um, Fifty Shades of Grey and one was enough for me um, I'm but again interesting they're all based on books though so they're all pre-sold properties just much like male movies are there's yeah. no like original risk taking in Hollywood no um, and I guess yeah it's just sad like there basically are no there's no there aren't a lot movies. of female led movies nah. these days uh, yeah Fifty Shades of Grey is the last sort of big one wasn't it that I yeah. can think of and it's like I mean don't Sex get me wrong the city. it's fun oh, we're, but we're going to do a cinema on the next Fifty Shades that'll be a fun cinema uh, yeah I haven't seen the, the first one I'm kind of forsaking my girls nights out by doing that with you because last time Fifty Shades came out I went with like I'll 10 girls, girls from work and it was really fun well I'll come along <laughs> Wait, 10 girls and an and old Dave we can't do a cinema with 11 people though right? everyone would be like jeez Kathy brought her husband <laughs> I would ruin and the he, night and he's holding a recorder <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking <laughs> he's being kind of creepy which I would be yeah yeah, you would be. Like, also, you would be you the enjoy, only man in the cinema. Did you that enjoy one. the movie, ladies? Um, even last, when I went to the last one, my friends, we went to this thing called Girls' Night Out they do in Sydney, where you go and you get like a goodie bag and a glass of champagne and stuff. And we were all watching the movie and we were like uncomfortable being in the cinema at it together because <laughs> it was so dirty. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Is it just, what is it? Is it just like watching like a softcore porno or what? Nah, like only scenes of it. The book's way more like that. Um, book's filthy but the, the I mean the movie was tame enough but by like a cinema movie standard it was pretty racy of like an American blockbuster right yeah um, um, so really yeah we've nothing left to talk about no how no. How, how was your day <laughs> no <Come on. laughs> alright where are you going again? oh you're turning around yeah no our home's this way I want to go to the shops yeah. oh fine yeah. okay um, well here's a nice that was a nice little insight into our lives it's not after the cinema <laughs> this is what happens after we record the cinema we usually just keep talking about the movie we, we just 
go for more walks. So will we go to Hell or God, High Water? God, we're so boring. We are boring. Will we go to Hell or High Water next time or will we do a new poll? I don't know. I can't plan that far ahead. Yeah. And I don't want to give our, our listeners complete control every time because this is what happens. What they happens? You us, wanted to go to British Jones, movies I don't want to go to. You did really. want to go. I did you vote <laughs> on the poll? Yeah. Which one did you vote for? Bridget Jones. You did vote. I knew you voted for it. <laughs> so why are you pretending you didn't want to go? That's because I thought. Um, well, I thought it would make the better podcast, but secretly, if if I was actually if I was just going to a movie, not to record a podcast, I probably would have picked Head or High Water. I mean, but I thought Bridget. I think you were right in what you said. We we haven't really had a very diverse range of movies that we've reviewed. No, and. Uh, Certainly needed a bit of rom-com action in there. And we also, because, just purely for financial reasons, because we've got passes for um, the Odeon Cinema and not the Art House Cinema, we've also... Um, oh, it's a very loud car. We've also been going to very mainstream movies, so we need to try and sort out passes to the Art House Cinema so we can broaden what we're going to see. Um, so we'll try that as well. Yeah. But yeah, Hello, How Water I want to see. And actually, I want to see the Woody Allen movie, even though I know, like, probably four out of five of his movies uh, are terrible what's that even about but this one could be good <laughs> I don't know this one could it be could good it could be good well just wait next year I'll have another movie <laughs> yeah um, alright okay bye now bye. what are we going to get in the show? for shop? real this time let's continue do you want to keep recording <laughs> no, we and we can just go no, okay, like bring it, it right into Sainsbury's no we turn it off we'll go through we'll, we can interview our local uh, cashier cashier yes is that it's what he's called American isn't it yeah What's the word for it? A shopkeeper? Till person? He's a shopkeeper, I guess. He doesn't anyway. keep the shop. I guess he does. I guess he does. Anyway. Or on. she. <laughs> well, I know. Sexist. I'm not sexist. There was a guy in there when I went like two Such hours ago. Such a sexist. Um, okay. Goodbye. Okay, bye now. <laughs>